Welcome to Stella Roos Table, the podcast dedicated to life and everything that comes with it. Come on in and have a seat, grab your beverage of choice, and let's sit down at this table and have a chat. Alrighty, everybody, before we get into our podcast today, we have another spotlight. As you guys know, I try to give a spotlight on every podcast of different artists and YouTubers and websites and businesses that I've come across. And I want to tell you guys today about this YouTube channel. It's actually a podcast, but you can listen to it on YouTube and it's called I Don't Make the Rules. If I tell you guys I'm enjoying these videos and listening to these young people. The hosts are Sean Doe and Melody the Beautiful. I'm loving Melody the Beautiful because she say everything a woman really want to say and tell you without being hateful. But she really want to tell you what she what's on her mind. I'm really liking her. And they're bringing up wonderful, wonderful topics. They even have a, a podcast talking about the R. Kelly situation and talking about the um the documentary that they did and they asked the hard questions. Are you that much different than our Kelly? What, what power are you taking back? Considering the fact that, you know, you're going to unfriend anybody that still listen to his music. I'm just trying to tell y'all this podcast is the bomb. You need to go on over there to YouTube and check them out. It's called I Don't Make the Rules. I have listened to every single podcast they have posted up on there. I'm going to attach the links so that you can click on it. But it's not hard to find. You get in the search button and you type I Don't Make the Rules and you'll pull them up. They are not just talking, but they are extremely entertaining. They're tackling hard topics that people don't want to talk about and i'm just enjoying it so go ahead and check out i don't make the rules podcast on youtube that is our spotlight for today and they are absolutely awesome make sure while you're over there you go ahead and hit the subscribe button so that they can get some more subscribers and make sure you share those videos with other people so that they can get more subscribers from that and gets a lot of listeners because this good content, you know, good content is hard to find. And when you find it, you want to share it. So go ahead and check them out. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, good night, whatever time of day it is where you are. I greet you with a big old Texas smile and a hug from afar. You have tuned in to Stella Ruth's Table and I'm so glad you're here where we talk about life and everything that comes along with it. So let's get into this conversation. As I always say, grab your beverage of choice, whatever that may be. Let's sit back and relax and let's just have a chat. So today, I thought it would be nice to have my favorite person <laughs> to be a guest on my podcast. This is this person is actually my most favorite person in the whole wide world. They mean more to me than anybody else. You would you like to introduce yourself to the people? <laughs> well, since I'm your favorite. I guess I'm your husband. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, my name is Michael Brown. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't normally get on the podcast with her, but 
Hello. <laughs> so as you all have heard, this is my husband, Mr. Michael Brown, and he is my favorite person, my most favorite person in the whole wide world. You hear me talk about him a lot on my podcast and how my life changed being married to him. And he is truly the love of my life. So this is a fun podcast for me. I get to share this with him. So today's topic, guys, is getting older, the business of getting older. We've been actually having this conversation, me and him, him and I, because we are getting older and we have adult children and grandchildren and and and, and we've been really talking about how you handle getting older. So um, the first thing we want to talk about is the guidelines that come along with getting older. There is no guidelines. Exactly. <laughs> so there are no guidelines to getting older. There's no manual. There's no book. <laughs> There's no manual natural or spiritual. <laughs> no, it really ain't. There is no, uh, really no guidelines to, uh, getting older. Um, and that's tough. That's tough. Uh, that's tough for. Uh, that was. That's tough for me. In many ways, that is mm-hmm. tough. That's tough for my children. Um, and I know that uh, I got sense enough to know if I'm going through something, uh, many other folks are are going through the same challenges of switching over from um, uh, into middle class. Uh, or, or I'm, you know, middle class to senior or whatever. And uh, you, when you got more years behind you than you got ahead of you, uh, that's a little scary. Uh, your children uh, start to, I believe they start to see that, but it's unacceptable to them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. I have searched the scriptures. Uh, and can't find one. I really can't find any in the scripture. So, and churches don't do a lot of you don't well they don't do any conversating on uh, growing old gracefully. Uh, mm-hmm. So, um, so what do you do? We would be considered you and I would actually be considered middle aged. Yes. Uh, yeah, because we are older and we have adult children, but we haven't hit that elderly mark. We can't get the discounts yet. So. <laughs> But real close. But we real close to it. Real close. I, I'm so, just about close enough, real close to getting at 55 and over. So, so yeah, we would be considered um, middle-aged. And I can get my AARP card. Yeah, yes, you can. You can get the AARP. So, And with us being considered middle-aged, we have noticed for us that um, the children are having problems with the change that we are older and that we can't do a lot of the things that we used to do. Not only that we can't do the things that we used to do, but the things that we used to do aren't interesting to us. You know, uh, back in the day, we we, I, we were raised in the uh, the young era of hip-hop. Uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, uh, I mean... Uh, uh, Cool Modis and Run DMCs, yeah, right. <laughs> and all of that. Well, that's cool for back then, but 
but now it's now, just not. It, yeah, yeah, it doesn't. Know, I, I don't it's like not that. that no it's more. not that we don't like the music anymore because it was mu- good music in our day. It was good music. Right. Yeah. But yeah. now your tastes have changed. Our tastes have changed. Right. And when it comes to different types of music, and you know, we don't do things like uh, I never was really a clubber or a partier. But but I like to have a little fun here and yeah, there. But, but <laughs> the music, I mean, my children get upset because they start making mention of different folks from that era uh, or whatever, or even the early 2000s, the 90s. And I mean, honestly, I don't forget all about them, uh, m- uh, many parts of that era, the, the, the rap groups or whoever it is mm-hmm, and things mm-hmm. I used to do. It's That's how non-important it is. And, they get upset and they say, man, you ain't that old, you know. Right. Well, yeah, I am getting older, right. <laughs> you know, and that's not something I like to do. Mm-hmm. I like my jazz. I like my gospel. Mm-hmm. I'm cool with that, you know. Right. A lot of this new music out there. Uh, and then a lot of the new R&B, honestly, and there's no slight to any of the young people, okay. No. But like not a lot of the new R&B music and stuff like that, we don't get it. I don't relate to we it. Don't, <laughs> we don't. Because the, the music nowadays seems to not really makes sense to us you know we like for instance we i love grew up on the phone right right you had exactly. to have a, the beat was more important than the sound i mean right. you recognize a, uh and identify with a, a artist by their beat first i mean right, you know right right uh, like for instance i love you know i love bruno mars right i love him because his music makes sense to me. Right, right. He's trying to bring it in for all ages and all eras and everything. And that's cool. That's why he's so popular. Uh-huh. But a lot of people, uh, I mean, like a lot of these young artists, uh, they, they, they're, they're lyrically talented. But their music and their lyrics don't go together. They don't, yeah. It don't, they it don't, don't really say nothing. Like, you know, like when they, remember that song that came out when the kids was teenagers, it was something about chicken noodle soup with a soda on the side. Yeah. That was the stupidest song in the world to me. It but they no... was, but they was jamming this song. <laughs> and the dancers nowadays that they do, I mean, that's cool. Y'all young, do your thing, you know, but y'all ain't got no rhythm. I mean, no, y'all ain't got no swag. <laughs> You ain't got no swerve. You ain't smooth. So, I mean, that don't make sense. And that's right. a reality. And that's the just the reality. It's like, hey, Your man, taste I'm... change. The way you think about things change. The way you see things change when you get a little older. And the, and your children, especially when they're adults like ours are, yeah. they start to have a problem with it because they Manage say trouble. they struggle with it because like, oh, I used to remember when you used to be, be cool. Be, you used to be cool. You used to have rap music banging. Okay, but I'm a little, I'm different. I'm right. older. I'm out grown that and grown into something else. Yeah. Something now you different. want to preach to me. All you want to do is just preach. No, I just don't preaching want you. to you. Right. We're trying to keep you from falling in some pit holes and some traps that I don't right. want through. And then that, the know? thing is, like for me, I tell, you know, the children, I just don't want you to make the same mistakes I did. I'm trying to keep you from having to go through the same heart heartbreaks I had to go through, you know. Like for me now with the daughters, they get tickled at me because I'm older. They find me so funny. It's ridiculous. I said something to one of them a couple of weeks ago. I said, girl, I done learned how to use them little pictures in my phone. And I still <laughs> When I send a message. And she just died laughing and told everybody in her office, 
They're called emojis, mom. And told everybody, my mama called the emojis little pictures, y'all. And that shit, I have to be careful when I'm on the phone with her because she gets so tickled at the fact that I'm getting older and can't understand stuff or whatever. She puts me on speaker so people can hear me say something. And then next thing I know, I got a room full of folks laughing. <laughs> And the boys just think I'm just old fogey and 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 outdated and and you know I do speak my mind. I ain't gonna lie. You know, <laughs> one of the things I like about getting older, I just don't really give a flip. You, know? <laughs> you can say what you want to say. say what I'm going to say. I'm a, look, I done uh, earned yeah. the right to say it. And right. like Big Mama used to say, my grandmother, who who was Stella Ruth, she used to say all the time, "I'm 80 years old. I have earned the right." <laughs> To say whatever when you get over 50, I man. <laughs> hey, look, you know, certain things you, but you know, some the truth of the matter is a lot of things we say or I say, uh, I was raised on, you know, that way of, of, of conversing with each other. You know, it wasn't a bad thing or anything like that, but this era right here, they can't take much of nothing. They can't you, take you, it. you got to be gentle with them and. You know, yeah, they can't take. See, because the thing is, is that we all understand being politically correct and being courteous to people and being understanding. Because I am, I'm probably one of the most courteous people you'll meet. Because I'm gonna say what I need to say, but I'm gonna try my best not to hurt your feelings if I can. And I'm not. <laughs> but uh, when we were growing up, they didn't really care how they said it to you, and then they tell you suck it up and get on and stop. Uh, tripping about it you know my mama's favorite favorite thing to say with to me was suck it up buttercup you, you move on <laughs> you know but now you there's and of course let before folks think that we crazy there's always a better way and a different way to deal with a situation but the way we were raised versus how we raised our children versus the way the children are being raised now it's, it's, it's a little unnerving for you as you're getting older because you see the change and you don't really know how to adapt to the new way of things. No, you know? the fact of the matter is at this age of my life, I'm comfortable with me. Right. You know, I mean, I'm not right. going to do a great amount of change that makes me uncomfortable. Right. I mean, it, 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 you know, that's something I'm just not too apt to do. I mean, right. honestly, that's just... You know, and 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 uh, that's another thing that uh, when you get older, the children want you to adapt and uh, change to their ways, and they feel like it's changing to society ways and this, that, and the other. And I'm not saying change all changes uh, or change is bad, but there, when you get older, it's only so far you're really gonna go. You know, right. in your change, right? Um, and here's the thing: you have to change if you. I mean, of course, you have to adjust with corporate world, but in your home life, that's a different situation, right? And here's the thing: is you know, of course, everybody can change, and things grow, and things you know evolve, and society changes. But is your way really bad versus their way? You know, if your way of doing it is different, it's just different. It doesn't make everybody wrong. It just means I have a different way of seeing it. I have a different way of doing it. If you want to do it your way, that's your business. But this is the way I see it. And to be truthful with your perception uh, that I see, uh, that I perceive is this. The way my mother raised me in many ways, 
I didn't see it inside of a jail. The way that I raised my children, didn't see, they didn't see the inside of a jail. They didn't go hungry. They wasn't homeless or whatever the situation is. Mm-hmm. There's, of course, there's always room for improvement as they go along in their journey. Mm-hmm. But what they have learned from me right. isn't bad, and it's definitely not bad for them. Exactly. So why do you want to try to abandon it and reinvent the wheel to some strange and new stuff? Right. That, I guess, is part of getting older where it makes no sense to me. It makes me. no sense to you, you know? because it worked for you. And and somebody said this to us to a few days ago. You know, there's always a better way of raising your children. You can do things differently. And that's true. You can do things differently. But again, was my way really that bad? You didn't go hungry. You didn't go without a place to live. You didn't go, you know, you didn't get beat up. You know, <laughs> we weren't right. in jail for abusing you. We might have been hard on you, but we weren't abusing you, right. you know. And was I perfect? No. Did I make mistakes? Absolutely, yes. we did. But that doesn't mean that everything that I did was Should wrong. be a wash. Right, because right. you, yeah. you 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 turned out pretty good as far as I'm concerned. That's you know? right. Yeah. And so with getting older, it gets harder sometimes when you see things change so much. And so drastically. And so drastically. Uh, one of the things know? is uh, also, is, I mean, and I'm not going to go into great detail on it, but uh, it appears to me that uh, the views and ways of society is has done a tremendous swing uh, to the left in a lot of things. And, and I'm not going to go any farther than that. But, uh, mm-hmm. and it's moved really swiftly. Right. Uh, right. And that's hard for me in adjusting to um, getting older. Right. That's uh, even like for our, our parents and our grandparents, when we came into the... Like, for instance, my grandmother, when we came into the 70s and the 80s, the way we started doing things was hard for her, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. because she was like, what is going on with these kids? Because she grew up, you know, she raised her ch- children in the 60s and the beginning of the 70s. And by the time I came along and we in the 70s and the 80s, she's like, what the what? You know. She's like, what the, what is happening? Why are you, you know, and it's just, even like me and my aunt had a conversation because she used to talk about how, you know, when we were kids, you know, you went to your grandmother's house almost every weekend. We went to school over by our house. We was at her house every day. And she wanted to switch up and take her boys home and go to school by her house. And it was a great big fight because, (laughs) you know, back then the grandmother's, you know, took care of you after school, this, that, and the other. She had an issue with my aunt wanting to take her own kids home. And and you would think that's not really a big deal. Right. But to them, it's like, this the way we did y'all. This the way we did your children. I don't understand why you want to change. You see what I'm saying? So right. in getting older, it just kind of, it makes it harder because like, like we said, there is no manual to learning how to cope. We're getting older. Right. There's no guidelines. Nobody gives you a book and say, okay, now you're getting older. When you get to this age, you're going to have these things happen. And then they can tell you what's going to happen to you medically. Mm -hmm. But emotionally and spiritually, 
nobody can tell you how you're going to cope with this. So it's a battle because now not only are you getting older and not understanding some of the things that are happening in the world are so different from the way things were as you were coming up. But now you got to have these hard conversations with your children, you know, that they don't want to have. You got to talk to them about uh, life insurance policies. You got to talk to them about my 401k. And they and, we still don't want yeah, to hear. They don't want to hear. You got to talk to them about things like if something happens to me, this is what I want you to do. If if I get sick and can't take care of myself, put me in a home because I don't want that burden on you. You don't, They don't want to have these conversations with right. you because they're hard conversations to have. I had a conversation with my mom and that's a hard conversation, but I had to have it because I'm her only child. Right. So I needed to know what her wishes were. I needed to know when she, if she dies, where is her life insurance policy at? You know, who's the beneficiary? What do you want me to do with your things? These are things we had to have a conversation about. That's a hard conversation because you don't want to think about your parents passing on. No. And I think, I think, yeah. I personally think that for our children, that's the, that's the, the the icing on the cake so to speak that's the one big hit is like why are they having these conversations with us because they don't want to think about the possibility that we're not going to be here anymore because it's starting to hit them really hard that wait a minute they are getting older they probably won't be around forever and so that's why it's that's me. I think that's why well, they're having. I tell you, yeah, it, I think that's why they're having such a hard time with us getting old. That's why they fuss about us not listening to rap music. I you mean, know? it's not easy <laughs> for 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 me to uh, to have to have that conversation, right? Because it's hard, also, for me to face the reality that um, wow, you know, just yesterday. You know, mm -hmm. I was young and, and now I'm old. Right. You know, that is a tough, tough, tough reality. Right. Uh, and um, it's even tougher to, to even imagine that I have to now look at retirement. Right. You right. know, because we're uh, close. We're close we're to close. it. It's, it's yeah. tough. Yeah. Um, like I said earlier. Uh, it's even tough. It's 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 tough. Life is tough. <laughs> Life I mean, is tough. And in re reality, is tough, and it's it's very tough to difficult, you know, tough to uh, grasp because it seemed like yesterday. You know, right, right, right. It seemed like yesterday, and uh, but you know it isn't. And uh, mm -hmm. uh, when you're getting older, one of the tough things is. It's never enough time. Right. You know. Right. You didn't accomplish what you wanted to do. And mm -hmm. you haven't, you know, the dreams and goals that you uh, want to attempt. Mm -hmm. That is, it's not, you know, they have to be adjusted, you know, because, right. uh, because of age and health issues and this, that, and the other, uh, getting away with uh, uh, things and. Right. That's frustrating, you know. Right, right. I was just out there today playing with uh, uh, my oldest grandson, uh, Devin, and playing basketball with him and <laughs> ran out of breath. <laughs> <laughs> and see, 
had to come in the house. I had to come in the house. It was, it was enough. It was enough. So that's too much now. That's too much. That's well, I get you later. I'm gonna beat you. I'm gonna go. We're gonna continue this game on later. I just gotta go get some air. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, like for instance, it's hard to have for me uh, with 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 the children. It's hard for them to know that I'm not as healthy as I used to be. You right, know? right. It's hard for them to know that I do have high blood pressure and high cholesterol. It's hard for them to know that I suffer from, you know, fibromyalgia and stuff like that. And when they call me and I'm feeling a little under the weather, they are just freaking. Mama, you okay? You okay? You okay? And I'm like, I ain't dead. I'm just, you know, feeling a little. I'm, I'm not as young as I used to be. My body doesn't bounce back. Like used to, you know, and it's hard for them to understand. And yes, before y'all get started on this, we already know if we was fit and had lost weight and you can be fit. But at the end of the day, y'all died. <laughs> Healthy is an option. Dead tomorrow. No, uh, <laughs> but at the end of the day, 45 is 45. Yep. 47 is 47. 50 is 50 and 55 is 55. People with a clean bill of health from the doctor just two hours ago fall dead. So I'm coming talking that right there. I'm glad to be alive no matter what shape I'm in. I'm happy. That's what I said. So at the end of the day, when you're getting older, you're getting older. Your body at 50 does not bounce back like your body at 25. It just doesn't. And that's a hard pill for the kids to swallow. Cause we get when we get sick. We get sick. Like, it used to be I get a cold. You bounce back. Yeah, I get a cold two, three days. I'm good. I can go to work and everything. I get a cold now. It turns into two, a three flu, months. Turns into a flu. Then turns into a bronchitis. Then turns into <laughs> you in the hospital on the ventilator. <laughs> well, I don't know about on the ventilator, yeah. but it can get bad. I done been there. Yeah, I know you done been there. So I but, know. So, I mean, as like I said, it's getting older. It's hard. Getting oh, cause don't nobody tell you how to deal with this. Don't nobody tell you how to have these conversations mm -hmm. with your children. Don't nobody tell you how to prepare for getting old. They don't tell you. Well, they do. St they started now. Let me let me rephrase. Cause they've started now talking to people about financial independence. You know, they've already started that telling you how to save and invest this, that, and the other. But when we were coming up. They didn't tell you how important 401k was. No. They didn't tell you how important it was to invest. They say, save some money. Mama, grandmama say, put some money under the mattress or in the cookie jar. But they didn't tell you how important it was to invest and build yourself a portfolio so that when you get to that age of retirement, you can have something to live off of. See, because by the time we get retired, it may not be no social security for us to get as hard as we've been working all these years. But I think, and, 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 and I'm going to be honest with you, mm -hmm. and, you know, just even prior to uh, me and Kim meeting and marrying, I was divorced. And I, that was when I really started doing some uh, deep search, uh, searching and thinking. And um, because of the, the age that I was, when I got divorced from my first wife and everything, um, looking at it, that we, they call men the, uh, what do they call it when you're 40 and over? The uh, They call women, they say, you know, we say they're going through that mid Oh, you're menopause, going through the midlife crisis. And they call men going through the midlife, midlife crisis. crisis. <laughs> and these are true statements. 
Okay, yeah. because that is a, a a major shift. Right. And sometimes it's it's unnoticeable for the person that's going through it. They don't know what's going on. All of a sudden, they just kind of shift, and uh, crazy things just happen. And uh, you don't you don't you don't you know how to handle it. You don't. Uh, and like I said, now I'm not saying that would have saved my marriage, but. I think in in it could have saved many of marriages for, uh, for people uh, who regret it later on and don't know how to get back. But I think that you know that this is the reason why we're discussing it now because mm-hmm. that's the era where we really do well. Even prior to that era, mm-hmm. even in the thirties, uh, when the people in their thirties, that really needs to be a subject or teaching of some kind uh, that needs to be formulated uh, where they can start to teach them about the midlife crisis, about the menopause, and right. how to gracefully go through it, particularly when you're a married couple. Right. Because, right. man, that's rough. Right, it's you know? rough. Because when you're yeah. married and you got one that's in the middle of menopause and then the other that's in the middle of a midlife crisis and y'all are both trying to work together but you, you got your thing he got his his thing and and, it, and those emotions are high and, the, and it's falling and apart, it's falling it's, apart, it's apart at the scene you're trying man, to figure yeah. out what the heck to do and before and then, you, know you know it you at the judge right <laughs> and then you got to have someone you got to have some kind of structure some something that says Hey, we're going to get through this together, which brings me to. All righty, darlings, you've been listening to part one of the business of growing old. I'm sorry, the business of getting old. And we're going to have a part two for you. So thank you so very much for stopping by and taking a listen to Stella Ruth's table. And as I always say, live life, laugh often and eat some good food while you're doing it. And we will be back with part two soon.